Something about down under, something about the world burning, something about can't you hear it? It's thunder, baby. Good day, mate. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those, ain't it? Uh, I'm very excited for this one. Are you excited? No, she's not excited. <laughs> she's not excited. When she tells me, let me buy you dinner so I can prepare you for let the me, podcast that let, we're having. Let me wine and dine you before I fuck you. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I guess I'll just jump into it. Unless you have anything you like, want to uh, talk about, want to uh, say. How we feeling? Well, I hope everyone in Ukraine is holding strong and... I hope the surrounding areas are also holding strong because that is a very scary situation. Yeah. And I just... And also, if you're bitching about the gas prices... Fuck you. Check your privilege. For the love of God, check your privilege. Because, yeah, I know, it sucks to have to pay two more dollars in gas. And, yeah, you can bitch about it for a second, but also think about, like, who what's going on. I mean, <laughs> I do fill up my gas tank and go, and I look at the price, and I go, God damn! And then I go, oh, well... And then I just, I'm like, I gotta drive, yeah, so... Yeah, Fuck it. It, but... Check your privilege. Check your privilege at the door. Yeah. All right. So today, we are going to discuss, um... A story from a land down under. We're going to take... Is this why that song was in your head? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if you guys heard that song by, like, uh, Men at Work, but as soon as I started doing research for this, that's the only song I heard in my head. That one and the, the TikTok that's been going wrong, I was thinking with my dick. My <laughs> shit, dumb. That one? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly what song you're uh, thinking about. It kind of bounced back and forth between those two. Yeah, but the the dick one was more of the ADHD brain. It was. Yeah, definitely. So today I'm going to talk to you about Hannah Baxter. Um, Dude, when I looked over there, I thought it was Hannah Baker, and you were going to be telling me, like, the real-life version story of 13 <laughs> Reasons, reasons why. why. Ooh, I'll let you know if there is a thing on that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> It'll be us. <laughs> It'll well, be was, our tapes reviewing. The reason I was groaning was Gypsy has my hand in a freaking headlock. Oh, she's giving kisses. Um, her original name, uh, well, after she got married, her name was Hannah Clark. But she was known as Hannah Baxter. And in, uh, she was born September 8th, 1988. And she died on February 19th of 2020. Oh, damn. Yeah, so this case is pretty fresh off the press. Um, Hannah Clark uh, met New Zealand-born Rowan Baxter, uh, 11-year-old, like, 11-year... He was 11 years older than her? Yeah. 11 years... 11 years her senior would be... Yeah. Yeah. So he was, like, 11 years older than her, I think. That's what they're saying? 11 years old, her senior. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was... She her was, senior. Yeah, she was 19, and he was, like, already in his profession, and he was Ooh. actually a former rugby league player. And... <laughs> Those head contact sports, bro. Get yourself a CTE check. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wondered, like, with all of the trauma and damage to his head. I was like, brother, are you okay? Like, 
Yeah. Should you have gone and maybe got some therapy when you started doing some of the shit you did? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, like, a lot of football players and MMA fighters and the very head contact sports, mm-hmm. they have a lot of domestic violence. Yeah. And yeah, their, their head been jumbling around so much that it's like a little yeah. fucking wonky up in there. So... He was married to another woman prior to uh, Hannah. I did not want to disclose anything about the other woman because, like, she doesn't really have... There's no purpose. Yeah. Uh, Unless I accidentally disclose it later on. Sorry. He proposed to Hannah in 2011, and they were married in Kingscliff, New, uh, New South Wales, in 2012. They had three children, Aaliyah, Liana, and Trey. Liana? Yeah, I have a cousin named, named Liana. Do you? Shout out, girl. You're six years old. You don't listen to this, but... So... How you doing, kid? Aaliyah was six, Liana was four, and Trey was three. It's kind of around your cousin's ages. Kind of. Um, whew, excuse me, guys. Um, so, after what had gone down, a lot of allegations and a lot of proof came out about the relationship that... Um, Baxter and Hannah were in and that was emotional physical sexual financial abuse during their marriage so like almost every abuse you could have yeah pretty much so uh, Baxter was subjected to a a DVO after he allegedly kidnapped Aaliyah on Boxing Day in 2019 (sighs) and for those of you who don't know what Boxing Day is it's pretty much like the Australian Christmas that, oh, that's what we that's what they clarify. That's so not what I was gonna call it. What were you gonna call it? Where they just recycle. <laughs> National Recycling Day. No, baby, that's their Christmas. Why is it called boxing? Why is it called boxing day? Because it's like Christmas boxes. Yeah, because like you put stuff in boxes and give it to people. How mm. practical! How practical! <laughs> um. So a uh, DO, I'm going to go over what a DVO is because my brain was so like, what? Um, is it domestic violence offense? Uh, order. Oh. Well, I mean. So what it, it's a domestic violence order and it, it gets put in place by a judge to make it harder for the other person to like commit violent crimes on or like. Um, it's like a protection order it's a almost. protection order. Okay. It's a protection order. Thank you. My brain kind of was like... And it's to ensure that like he didn't commit any domestic violent acts. Gotcha. So he had rejected his lawyer's advice Love. in the mediation and refused to sign that consent order and offered uh, Hannah to allow him 165 days uh, of custody a year. And so at that point, the DVO was changed in Holland Park uh, Administrative Court in uh, January 2020, returning Baxter full access to his fucking kids. Mm. And I, I, I don't know what possesses a judge to go, you know what? It, it looks like everything's fine. You haven't beat the shit out of her in how many months or emotionally, physically, whatever, financially. Listen, judges have been pissing me off recently. Judges I don't want to talk about it. They've been pissing me the fuck off. So the couple uh, like went to went on with, with their life. 
he signed it. Um, she was kind of like at a point where she was like, you know what? What fucking ever, dude? Like, I guess you have like a right to see your kids. Just like kind of don't talk to me. Yeah. So. It was kind of unclear, like, why the judge allowed him to do that. I don't agree why the judge allowed him to do that. Um, And I'm going to kind of jump here and there um, of what went down because this case was really hard to, like... Narrow down time of events. Yeah. And so... Hannah, uh, Hannah's parents, uh, who were, okay, so Hannah Clark was murdered with her children, all three of them. Okay. So it's a mother, child, mother, three children murder. Suicide. Yeah. Oh. So it is a mother, three children, uh, murder and a fucking suicide. Who committed? The piece of shit. Okay. So, uh, Hannah had her kids with her, uh, when she was, when they were killed in February of 2020, uh, her husband, Rowan, um, doused them in fuel, petrol, petrol, and then, um, set the car on fire, uh, at Camp Hill and his children died at the scene. 31 year old mother, Hannah, later died at the hospital from injuries. Um, Baxter shortly, like, died after, like, he, like, set the fire. Um, One, because when he set the fire, this motherfucker didn't realize that, like, when you dump out gasoline, there's splashback. Yeah. And also, you know how, like, when you pour gasoline, there's, like, the, what is it called? The chemical nozzle? compound, oh. the com- chemical compound that will follow mm-hmm. like the air where you dumped it. So when he lit the fire, it went, it went whoosh, yeah. and blew back at him, setting the car on fire, fire, setting him on fire. And I'm just like, how fucking stupid are you? Like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, so we're going to kind of, now that you kind of know what happened. The end result. Yeah. We're going to look back at kind of some of the warning signs uh, that were 100% like, yeah, girl, get the fuck away from him. Like, he's he's a piece of shit. And kind of like what had escalated, like, kind of later. What had happened? What had had happened was, um, so the court was given details, like, of the timeline leading up to the murders and that included Mm -hmm. like Baxter's purchase of fuel, cable ties, matches, like literally days prior to the murder. Um, uh, Rowan had asked his aunt, Hey, can I borrow your car? Um, and like, I'll bring it back. And he used the car to stalk his family on the morning, he attacked them, and um, Hannah's mom said that uh, the evidence indicated that, that he had not made a sudden or, like, snap, like, right then and there. Like, he premeditated this. Oh, okay. Like, he thought about this. 
And days before this happened, Hannah had told her mom, like, my children are going to die and I'm going to die. Like, we're in trouble. And she, she did try to flee, like, get away from him. And he just kind of... Followed? Mm-hmm. Stalked her. Gotcha. Um, bum, 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 bum. So, on uh, February 19th at 8.30 a.m., Hannah left her mother's house on Drimble Street, a home in Chaplin Hill. Her three kids were in the back seat of her car, and um, Baxter, like, pulled, like, pretty much almost, like, tried to run them off the road. And so, like, he got out of his car, and um, he, like, took, he was armed with a knife and, like, started, like, trying to, like, get in the car and chase her. Um, Baxter then, like, doused his wife with all the petrol, and um, Hannah had, like, I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine being a mom yeah. with my kids burning in the backseat of my car and I'm still conscious. Yeah. Because that's, that's what happened to her. Uh, so there was like several text messages from him. And a few days before, he had set them all on fire on Boxing Day, like a a few months before, around Boxing Day. He had kidnapped Aaliyah. Like, they they were doing a custody exchange. She had Aaliyah in his arms while he had threatened her and snatched Aaliyah out of his arms, pushing her down, and put Aaliyah in the backseat of his car and drove off, drove down, like, down the highway, going a crazy amount of speeds, and like she was texting people, calling the cops, and she was like, "My ex-husband, pretty or my hu- husband, just took my fucking kid, and like, and and it's kidnapped." Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if it was a like she didn't feel like yes, it was a custody exchange. However, he had threatened her with a knife. Yeah, it was an aggravated. Yeah. And, which was kind of, kind of intense. So. Before this, everyone had said that, like, their relationship was very rocky. She had, like, the perfect wedding, an amazing wedding. Like, they did really well together. Like, but that did that Like. Like the whole thing of the. Everything perfect. was great, but you never know what happens behind, behind closed, closed doors. doors. Exactly. Exactly. And behind those closed doors, like, he wouldn't let her have a credit card. Like, he wouldn't let her have her own money. Like, they had to share stuff. Gypsy, leave her alone. Tension horror. That's fucked. Yeah, and um, when the medics came to assist, like Hannah Clark, they pulled her out of the car, and the off or the medical responder Stefan Rashford found himself ten- telling Hannah. After her, like after her husband, fucking set them in, on fire in Queensland, um, he said, "I'm gonna look after you. I'm not gonna let you die." And he kept repeating, "I'm gonna look after you. Your pain's gonna go down. I'm not gonna let you die." And he had made a statement 
uh, to the carrier mail, and he said, um, I knew I was lying to her, but how could I not? Yeah. And um, he just kept repeating to her, you're going to be okay. Like, I'm not going to let you die. But also, if that were me in that situation, I'd want to die. I would want to die. I would have no fucking reason to fight. She was already pretty much, like, going brain dead. Yeah. She was already, like, I mean, with that significant, like, burns to your body. Your organs are shutting down. Yeah, she was shutting down. Um, He said um, Hannah could not, like, most could not survive the horrific burns that were covered from her head to the soles of her feet. But he knew he had to give her hope. Yeah, see, no, I wouldn't want to. If I already knew all three of my kids were dead... I'd want to go be with them. Fuck yeah. anything and everything else. So, as you know, uh, her husband, Rowan Baxter, uh, tried to commit sui- uh, committed suicide. However, at this point, um, he was, like, se- severely burned. And um, first responders had said uh, the doctors did not want to save his life. When he got to the hospital, first responders had called a nightmare at the scene at Camp Hill on the morning of Hannah and her three kids' brutal killing by Baxter. Yeah. He explained, like, straight away, like, just by knowing, like, what he did, um, he was just like, I don't... Why would we save him? Why would we save him? Yeah. That's the shitty thing, though, is that they have a fucking... They have an obligation. An obligation and a legal code exactly uh he quoted uh when you have a magnitude of burns as bad as hers she was one of those people you look at and think i don't think you can survive this dr rashford said and subsequently she had uh non-survivable injuries and it was just a terrible thing meanwhile the highly skilled doctor also treated hannah's ex rowan baxter who laid covered in burns with a knife wound in his chest just a hundred meters away um away he like went into cardiac arrest how did he get the knife wound he stabbed himself okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah um he said i don't know what he's done i just don't want to treat him at all but you've got to be professional i don't want anyone to say he didn't receive treatment he added explaining that against all of his instincts he did everything he could to try to save Baxter's life yeah uh so kid spots report or kid spot reported that Hannah Clark um Clark's parents were grieving horrifically when they had spoken out and they discussed like subtle abuse things that they have noticed um during her daughter's relationship with her husband. And um, it was like, we didn't know ahead of time it was going to, like, proceed this way. However, there were certain times where he, like, creeped us out and he didn't, like, really notice at first and there was never, like, any, like, major red flag warning signs. Um, And they said it took us three to four years to, like, really see it spiral out of control. That's so frustrating. There were no warning signs, but like yet, yes, there were. If you have yeah. to get a DVO, yeah, that is a warning Makes sign. Well, if you have to, if your child is kidnapped, that is a, yet another major fucking warning sign. Yeah. If you have no financial control, another warning sign. Like yeah, literally. 
if you have all the evidence for the judge and whoever to even allow a DVO to like come up on the docket, those are all warning signs. Well, and here they say like the parent, like her parents stated like Baxter got Hannah to shut down her Facebook And, and like was like, you can't have Facebook. Like you don't need to see your friends. And I'm like, hello, Warning sign. Hello, like yeah. DV hotline. Hello, like that's 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 a huge fucking warning sign. He's trying to mitigate like who she's hanging out with, who she's talking with, and that's not appropriate. No. Um, he would also t- wouldn't let her walk on the beach in bikinis and was not allowed to wear shorts. I don't know. I think the whole bullshit excuse of there were no warning signs is just honestly a lie because do you have to look for there to be warning signs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to look, look in the mirror and look for the warning signs. But the fact of her texting her mom that and mm-hmm. not to talk shit on the mom at all whatsoever. No, they're grieving parents. They're they grieving just lost parents. their grandkids and their kid. But... They're if you knew this is how happening. your daughter was treated, yeah. what would you do? Oh, fuck. The witness protection program, gone out of the fucking country, disappeared, everything, new phone number, absolutely everything changed. If I found out a piece of shit was treating my daughter this way, mm-hmm. I would fucking castrate him. Well, I wasn't... I, I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say oh, it. Oh, there's no warning signs. No warning signs my ass, bitch. Oh, and then guess... And, I, and I'm sorry. I understand. These parents were grieving... And I know it's really hard if you do have kids and you're like, well, if I tell my kid one thing, she does the opposite or like, you know how kids can sometimes be defiant. I get it. And like, she's a grown ass woman. You wanted to let her live her own life. Sure. However, I think that these, all these things that you're saying right now are clear warning signs. These are fucking red flags. If anything, um, they also said he would go through her phone and see who she has spoken to. He would turn up at work and he would like call her throughout the whole fucking day. And he even questioned their children. That's... He, had, he would ask them, what did your mom do today? Who did your mom speak to today? That's... I hate that. Like, what? So, two weeks before uh, Rowan Baxter set his entire family on fire, he had um, started, like, losing access, like, to his children. After, like, terrorizing, like, their mom in these manners, in these ways. Oh, so it takes terrorizing a person to lose your kids? Pretty much. And so, like... That's when the courts were like, okay, like, let's revisit. Like, maybe he shouldn't have his kids back full fucking time. Maybe. Like. And I just. I cannot believe what this fucker did. So a few weeks before he set them all on fire, this asshole, like, had a large collection of photographs of her in her lingerie 
And he was going to use that as evidence in court to get his kids back. As what? Uh, going to state that she like she would put her kids in like dangerous situations because of her sexual expita- ex like expatades or whatever. Like because you take pictures of yourself in lingerie, it makes you not a good person. Mom. Yep. I'm I'm sorry, but like, but like, fuck off. Oh, we started. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> were you not leave ready? It, leave it. Leave it. All leave right. it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. We needed some food food because we were dying all right anyways where the fuck was i what were we talking about i don't know um oh the the (laughs) fucking the fucking photos the the lingerie right 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 whatever um and I, I don't know. Like, I think that's a pretty, like, low blow. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Um, Period, girl. I'm with you. Like, so the doctor and, like, officers had said that um, the car explosion could be heard from across the high, like, the, the street where Jesus. it was on. And it rattled, like, all the windows to people's houses, to people's businesses. Um... That's yeah. not good. No. Um, there was uh, a lot of, of Hannah's friends that came out later and stated um, that Rowan Baxter used to, like, lay in wait outside of her home. Like, he would just, like, sit in his aunt's car outside of her house. Why? Uh, you know, pieces of shit do... do uh, pieces of shit things. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, a lot of f- people came out and said that, like, um, he was highly manipulative and very threatening, and he used in- intimidation, he used guilt, he used shame, uh, raw anger um, to influence Hannah's actions, um, her choices, and her person, like, and her personal life and professional relationships were affected by all of these things. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. As Baxter set the car on fire, he started to become badly burned. He grabbed the knife and impaled himself on the blade to try to puncture his heart. And um, what an idiot. Yeah, and my whole thing was like, what were Why? you thinking when you set a car on fire with your wife and your three children in it? And then you started, uh, like, experiencing burns, and you were like, at what point was, like, any of this a good plan going through your yeah. head? Yeah. I don't know. Riddle me that. Riddle me that, motherfucker. Um, so the court also heard that Hannah Clark had injuries of the worst kind and made a final plea um, to first responders um, as she realized her children had been killed. Her last words came just before she, like, was separated, like, throughout the paramedics and, Mm -hmm. like, hospital system. Um, When Hannah said, like, she knew her children were dead and she did not want to survive. Can you imagine looking up at paramedics and telling them, I know my kids are dead. Like, let me fucking go. I don't want to, I don't want to survive. And those were her last words. I get it. Um, 
and, and, and my whole thing is, is like, what a crazy point to be like, why don't we have more supports in for people and for families who are victims of this type of violence, yeah. manipulation? Like, if a, if a man is being stalked by a woman, why do we have to wait, or vice versa, why do we have to wait until that woman's life is, like, actually threatened, that man's life is threatened, yeah. in, like, actual injury? Why? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Does not make sense to me. Because uh, you know it's gonna be threatened. You know it's like that's the yeah. whole point. That's why they feel the need to get in order. Exactly. And in court, they said the evidence will shine a spotlight on this form of domestic violence, which is not subtle. And in like almost everyone's eyes, experts' eyes, will be convinced that innocence innocent lives were lost yeah yep the family came out with a statement that said um hannah was warm caring fun loving and a wonderful mother and described what had happened to her and her children as a um indescribable horror yeah i'd agree with that (laughs) something very cruel um and I don't know. A lot. And then two weeks after, like, everything spiraled down in that February and March, um, they, they set a um, funeral for her and the, and the kids. And um, they re- request that everyone, uh, like, wear pink. Pink was her favorite color. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's kind of like, I understand why you have to take this proceeding to court, but at the same time, I'm like, why? What's the fucking point? It's too late. You guys didn't fucking care before. Why do you care now? Exactly. And, um, I got a lot of my news from, uh, kids spots or kid spot, um, NZ hurled, uh, ABC Net, those kind of sources. And I did want to throw this out there. If you or anyone is experiencing sexual abuse or um, family violence, please contact the National Sexual Assault Domestic Violence Counseling Services. There's a 24-hour help hotline, and that is 1-800-737-732. There are also um, several other hotlines that you can reach out to reach out to you have the there's the 24-hour emergency hotline there's the safe help hotline sexual assault uh, support services uh, family violence and crisis center Um, look look around your area to see if you have like a um, women's shelter men's shelter family support services I know sometimes it's really hard uh, to get that information especially when you have a person looking over your shoulder and like picking through every little fucking thing that you do. Yep. Um, but I can promise getting away from them will do a lot more than staying with them. Yeah. Unfortunately for Hannah, um, getting away from him and trying to protect her kids didn't seem to do 
much for her. Um, and it's, it's kind of falls back on our court system to take a look at those laws, those legislations that are supposed to protect um, these type of people in these situations and maybe revise them, revamp them because... They obviously didn't do anything. They didn't do anything, and it was very clear that this mom and her children were in danger before they were murdered. Yeah. So, that's all I have. I understand now why you needed to whine and dine me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like ones with kids. <sighs> yeah, and I didn't go too much into the kids stuff because... I appreciate that. I didn't think you would want to know. No, I didn't. Kids I, stuff's hard. Yeah, it's... Kids stuff is hard. Yeah, um, and I just listened to Morbid's podcast on Albert Fish, and I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, I'm done. I hate... I, that was a hard one to... Yeah. To, to get through i agree that one was that one was rough i i hate kids stuff man that shit just because they're so innocent not saying hannah wasn't innocent no one who was murdered deserves it no but he also killed his like fucking what six-year-old six-year-old seven four-year-old and seven-year-old two-year-old something like that yeah three-year-old or whatever yeah oh yeah sorry six four and three like they don't deserve that they had nothing to do with it. No. And it sucks that they are in the crossfire of it. And it sucks Hannah was in the crossfire of it. But... Yeah. And so the wrong answer is to stalk your wife and kidnap your children and then continue to stalk them and then set their car on fire while they're in it and then try to fucking kill yourself and do kill yourself eventually. After I you wish you would have lived... I wish she would have lived. Uh, I don't know if I would want that for no. her. No, her, I the, wish she would have lived and they would have had a trial. Oh, he would have lived. Yeah, that's what uh, I meant. I thought you said she would have lived. No, I and wish... And I was like, I don't know if I would want to live like that. No, no. I wish he would have fucking lived and had oh, to deal with the ramifications of his I, actions. Because de- killing yourself in that situation... Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, I wish I wish he survived. I, I do wish he was survived just so that I could see him suffer. Yeah. All over again. Yeah, just like, the way that he and his I, wife and his kids did. I think it would have been fucking hilarious him to, like, did a failed attempt suicide and then, mm-hmm. like, boom. Like, back in the courts, mm-hmm. like, having to deal with this. And I, I think it would have given the family a lot more, like, peace yeah. and justice to, like, watch him and be like, yeah, fuck you, you piece of shit. We know what you did. Anything else you'd like to say? Stay safe. Can you hear that thunder? Oh, my God. Uh.